gonna still try to get this camera to go. But we on. Yo, 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 what is good? It is your boy, Southside. We outside. This is how we do it. I'm back with the boys. It is a football Friday. My favorite day. Yes. What's up, what's yes. up, what's up? We got yeah. Troy to my right. Well, depending on how you're looking at it. Yeah, how you doing, my man? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Bro. You, ready, you ready to get this rocking? Yeah, we might have a guest in the building, but we might not. All right, don't get you, don't get up too high. It might, might show up, might not. Who knows? But go ahead, kick it back to me. All right, here we go. We got the Bay Area bully Moolah. She's not on the screen right now, but yeah, we're working man, on it. I know I'm having technical difficulties right now, but man, bump all that. I don't need y'all to feel this energy through that little screen list, that little faces icon that y'all see my voice. You know what I'm saying, vibrating and stuff like that. I'm out here, man. How y'all doing? Stop playing with me. All right, we good. We got see. First things, this is going to be a very quarterback-centric Friday. A lot of quarterback stuff going on this week. Um, the first one I wanted to touch on, and I wanted real-time reaction. That's why I didn't even bring it up when we were talking about Docs. So, Deshaun Watson makes his debut on Sunday. I mean, that's I put him on a thumbnail. Um, so we, I kind of knew we was talking about him, but yeah, I mean, okay, see, the bathrobe bath himself is, uh, yeah, he's coming back, man. I wonder what he's gonna play in. Is he gonna be in his full uniform, like football uniform? Or is he coming with a towel? I don't know. I don't know. He's gonna come on. Uh, Massage the defense. That's what I heard. <laughs> no, he gained a, name, a new skill. <laughs> Massage. Yeah. That's just gonna be his his Madden superstar ability. He's gonna right. be start. Right, a new trait. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I heard in uh, I heard in his contact in his contract stipulations, he put he has to have at least five masseuses on the sideline at all times, like by the table. You know what I'm saying? Just in case Man, you cramp up or anything. You feel me? Just, just in case, bro. You never know. Just in case, you gotta have him on deck. You know what I'm saying? So funny you bring that up. Only because funny you bring that up. Only because there's a report that ten of the women. Are supposed to be showing up to the game. Is that right? That's yes. um see So you tell is, me you're this is see I'm, Mel, I'm not gonna without revealing anything, but this will be good for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This conversation will be good for that. Absolutely, true. brother. Right. Absolutely. It, I don't think this one belongs, but we're gonna talk about it. But I was gonna say we're gonna get into it though. That's all I'm it's gonna be good for that, but we'll get this into it for sure. For that, right. On 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 that we'll get into it on uh more detail. Let's just say that. Yeah, right. but never, yeah. never yeah. That's the detail. This is, you see what you're yeah, now this one, on this one, I, let's, we go, I'm just keeping it as far as, as football because. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, I think it's weird. You're going to watch people play football? Right. Well, it's more or less from what signs. I heard. They're going to have it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a protest of some sort. Um, but my out. thing is. They're going to be kicked out? <laughs> my thing is now. Who's the victim at this point now? Is it the women or is it Deshaun Watson? This is interesting. And it is. I feel like this is more problematic than anything. And here's why. Mm -hmm. You're paying your hard-earned money to come see the person that, quote-unquote, assaulted you. 
Now, I don't know if you're getting it for free. I don't know the stipulations or anything like that. But no, I don't know. Okay. It just seems like there's, there's, you know, like, why would you pay your hard-earned money to go see a person that, you know? Allegedly. No, allegedly. Matter of fact, we can't even say allegedly no more. He was found not guilty. Oh, no. I've been saying this so. from the jump. I ain't saying allegedly anything because I'm a criminal justice major. You guys know that I go with facts, and the facts are two grand juries didn't charge him, so it wasn't enough evidence. Right. Yep. So, so too much hearsay. It's, it's too much hearsay. It's, it's interesting to me that. that ten of these women would band together to come to a game that they probably had no prior interest in to see their abuser in his workplace or an abuser quote unquote said abuser at his workplace because we don't want to implicate right. anybody yeah and it's it's i mean it's a bit much i mean the court system did his thing so to me you should allow him to go out and now do his job which now i would think jacoby Brissett held the fort down as good as he could possibly do it Absolutely. Where do you see Cleveland going now with Deshaun behind center, ready to go? Now, this is another point that I kind of wanted to swing. That's a good question. I've seen some footage from their practice, right? And if you're looking at his throws, if you're looking at his form, if you're looking at how he's moving in the pocket, if you're looking at how he's reading the defense, he looks like he hasn't necessarily lost a step. Now, I understand that that's practice. I understand that that's a team. And I understand those are people you see every single day. So you know their mannerisms, you know their techniques, you know exactly where they're going to be when, before they're going to be. I get that. But as far as being an athlete, it looks like he still is, because he's still very, very young. So it's not like he's old or anything trying to come back into the game. It looks like he still has a lot of explosiveness, a lot of great torque to his game and to his throws and to his runs when he's in when he's in the pocket and when he's out when he's extending the plays, making um trying to extend the play and make to make another big play. Now, the video that they did drop, because I had to go on YouTube and I had to go really actually search up their practice film, but the video they dropped on the timeline of on Twitter was him throwing his tours to his receivers and them all dropping the ball. Now, that to me can look like two things. One, He's rusty and he doesn't really, and he's not really ready. Or two, they're not used to that power. And that's a different kind of animal when you got somebody like that behind, behind the quarterback in, at the helm. So I just mm -hmm. feel like now you're going to start to see kind of a, an energy change. Like, okay, now we got our guy. Now let's start to put these things together. Now let's start to open up this playbook. Now let's start to see what Deshaun Watson can really do. And he's going up and they're going back to the Texans. I, I think this is going to be a game. He might start off a little shaky, but as he starts to settle in, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like we might see the return of Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it could go two ways. It could go we 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 see a refresh, you know, Deshaun because he hasn't played in a while, you know, so his body hasn't been taking any punishments, legs, no wear and tear because of his run game. So maybe exactly. we see him at the at his best, or maybe we, we see Deshaun coming with a little with a lot of rust on him. And you know, he may be looking like Russell Wilson out this. Let's ride. You we will think? not have Listen, we will not have ride. Russell Wilson let's slander. Ride. Let's ride. It's all Broncos country. 
That's right. Let's get that. <laughs> um, yeah, but he could come out with a lot of rust on him. But I think the game plan, I think that was Coach Yards. I think the game plan, um, what are they, three and seven or something like that? Three and eight? What are I the believe so. I think four and seven. I think four and seven, I believe. Four and seven. Let me double check real quick. You know, if you, you know, let me just go make sure. Let me just make sure. Real because I, I think. Yeah, four and seven. Um. They ain't making the playoffs. See, but this is okay. Let me see what this is because I have the playoffs right here. Let me see, Brown. Okay. Wins tiebreaker over Philadelphia, um, Pittsburgh. Sorry, they win tiebreaker over Pittsburgh based on head to head win percentage. That's, mm. how, that's the, how they can make it. The reason why they will make it. Like, because I look at it, I look at it this way. So how many games are left? That's that's eleven games and six games left. But that's six games left. Yeah. That's ten and seven. If he wins all six. What's their schedule look like? Who they play the next the next six games? Texans, Bengals, Ravens, Saints, Commanders, Steelers. They can go four and two. But see, that's what I'm saying. Four and two ain't good enough. To make the playoffs, I don't. I don't them. see them necessarily making the playoffs this year. I do see them kind well, of making like a late run, but they, they might miss the playoffs by a game. <clears throat> no, I mean, I mean they can, can they still... beat out? Can they beat out Jacksonville? Yes, Jacksonville I think they can. Plays the Lions, uh, Tennessee Jaguars, Jets, Texans, Jaguars. I mean, Titans, Titans. Sorry, talking about Jets. Okay. They don't play themselves, Troy. That's what, yeah. So I was like, that's a crazy game. That's a um, fucking crazy game. Two Troy Lawrence. Uh oh, they both suck. No. Yeah. Two Troy Lawrence. They both suck. You feel me? Now I think they can. No, I think they can make the playoffs. Dark horse. They can still win the division. Yeah, that's but not a, they, that's not that's, that's not agreed to say because they really can. The two they can win the division. The two teams in front of them is Jacksonville and the Raiders. No, Ravens. Raiders. The Cleveland right now in the, in, in the playoffs. No, in the division. No, in the division. No, in the division. In in the playoffs, they're thirteen. Raiders yeah, I'm just talking about division. I'm just about I'm division. Talking, that's what I'm saying. I was saying this is why I'm saying I don't see them making it to the playoffs. And that's because the Raiders are in front of them. I don't know if the Raiders make the playoffs. And the Jags are in front of them. I don't know if they make the playoffs. So there's a slim chance they do, but you said they they what? They win the division? Yeah. Excuse me? Who's in the division? Excuse me. Who's in the division? The AFC North. Who's in the division? The AFC North. Who's in the division? With running legs and running legs. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Who's in so the division? Running legs, running legs, and pickings. <laughs> Who running legs you taking? Because I'm taking the one in black. Hmm. We'll get. We'll talk about that one later. We're going. That's 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 on the way. That's on the way. I the, feel Ravens, the Ravens are going to probably is probably 
98% going to win the division. If not them, it will be Cincinnati. But I don't see Cincinnati winning it. So I'm going with. Oh, we in here. Oh, We got it. All right. So, Let's go, man. Let's go. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I definitely don't see them winning the division. I'm not, not, that's, that's blasphemy. Them winning the division over Baltimore and Cincinnati. The Ravens are 2 0 in the division. The Bengals are 1 and 3 in the division. The Browns are 2 and 1 in the division. The Steelers are 1 and 2 in the division. So if they can cap off a win against the Ravens and another one against the Bengals, they get the tiebreaker. So, and what this not, not happening. Because this is what this is what I'm basing it off of. This is exactly what I'm basing it off of. With Deshaun Watson now at quarterback, we don't know what he's going to look like. We don't know how he's going to play yet. But top to bottom, they have the best team in the division. No, I mean Cleveland has always been a good team. Just don't so, think. I no, think, but I, you know, I, think, no. I think with, with Watson coming in, now you got to go back. To, now you got to go to the game plan that you have for Watson. And that's a new game plan with the rest of those guys are used to playing. Well, and but that's what I'm saying. That. So I now don't... everybody has to get readjusted. You ask them to get readjusted in six games to win out against the Ravens, who has three more wins than them. So you're talking about a complete collapse with the Ravens. You're talking about the Bengals, this... who has three more wins than them. You're talking about complete collapse with the Bengals just for the Browns to win a division. I can't go that far. Okay, now. I'll segue that into the Lamar Jackson because I, I told you it's going to be very quarterback-centric for what we're going to do today. Lamar Jackson has the worst collection of talent of any elite quarterback in the NFL. He can't continue to play with subpar talent and expect to win games. At some point, it's going to come to his breaking point, and I think the breaking point starts this week because it's – Teams are going to start getting – they're going to get healthier. They're going to get better. They're starting to find their grooves at this point in the season. We're past the midway part of the season. Everybody's really starting to ramp up. The, the Ravens can't ramp up. There's no reason why they didn't go out and get him a number one wide receiver. Can't, he's not going to beat the Chiefs. He's not going to beat the Titans, the Bills. He's not beating any receivers without an elite wide receiver. Not even an elite wide receiver. Ravens next number game. one. The Ravens next games. Oh my lord, Jesus Christ, help me. Yeah. The Broncos. Yep. The Steelers. Yep. The Browns. Yep. The Falcons. Mm-hmm. The Steelers. Mm-hmm. And then the Bengals. <laughs> that's what No, I don't think that's a tough I don't think I think they definitely beat the Broncos. They beat the Broncos, they beat the Steelers. I got them beating the Browns. They beat the Falcons. The Steelers might catch them one of those games, and I'm gonna see the second game. And then you they have way they go in and you they have the Bengals. You have way more faith. So they go 13 in and whatever that is. That is, if they go, if they win 13 fucking games, pay Lamar Jackson his $300 million right now. With that roster? Yeah, absolutely. You, you, 
pay him that. And then Absolutely. I want to tap onto that. Michael Vick had an interview. I think it was on um, Club Shay Shay. I seen that. Where he mentioned why Lamar should not want a max salary. And he said because it was the same issue that he faced. Not being able to sign premier talent once you get the big bucks as a quarterback. Oh, no, 100%. I agree with that. No, I'm not talking about his money. I'm just talking about team no, no, no. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just moving along. Just moving along. It's like, as Lamar, I know he wants to get paid, but do you really want to deal with this type of a roster for the next five years? And that's the problem. The thing about Lamar Jackson is, I get you want to, and this is the thing about all NFL quarterbacks. I get they want to be get their money. I get they want to get paid, right? But everybody knows that the NFL quarterback is immensely overpaid, right? Really? But when and this is the stressful part. When you get your money, then you complain that you don't have enough pieces around you. But you could have got the pieces had you signed a Tom Brady as contract, right? Like that's the reason why Tom Brady won so fucking much. Everybody wants to understand why he's why he won. It's because he signs contracts so that they can go out and get these players. They can go out and get these pieces, whether it be on offense and or defense. It does not matter. Like, you got to understand that if you want your team to succeed, you have to have the pieces. It's not just the quarterback. This is the reason why I always stress. Like, yes, I get the responsibility of a football game. Nine times out of ten comes down on a quarterback. But it's not a quarterback game, bro. It's not a quarterback game. You have to have the right pieces around you. It does not matter on either side of the ball. So if Lamar goes out and he gets $300 million, that's cool for him. But who the fuck are you gonna throw to? Because the people you're throwing to right now, they're not they're not doing it for you, brother. I'm sorry. Not gonna not gonna get it done. You're not and gonna win the Super Bowl with just Mark Andrews. That's not gonna happen. I think the Ravens look completely different. Because I personally don't <clears> think <throat> the 49ers are going to give Debo Samuels about the money that he wants. No, absolutely not. Now imagine Debo fun. Samuels, imagine Debo Samuels in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. That's a, that's a totally different animal. That's your that's offense. That's a different now. animal because Debo can run the ball too, and the, the ways they could put them in the option, the read option, it would be crazy. But I would right. still like you, need, I would still need a viable down the field threat. Down the field threat, yeah. You would never no, you got, that would be my problem. Over no, the top you got receiver. you got those two. You got two. They already have two of those dudes. You got Rashard Bateman and you got Devin Duvernay. That's their job. Okay. Okay. You okay. you just need a guy. When it's time to make a play, short yardage situations that you can just go. You can if it's third and eleven, he can get you thirteen yards. Mm-hmm. I can understand that point. I can definitely understand that point. I can definitely understand that point. It's just oh. for me personally, I just I feel like if the Ravens want to have success again, and thinking about the last time, yes, the last time they went to the Super Bowl, they had a great defense, right? But look at what they did with Joe Flacco. But they overdid it with the run game. Yeah, they overdid it with the run game, right? But at the same time, they had a really, really good down-the-field threat. He wasn't, like, super crazy superstar good, but the boy was fast, and he can semi-catch. So, hey, put him out there. Yeah. Joe Blackwell has a strong arm. We're going to throw him out there, and you see what happens, right? So that's the thing for me. It's like I do like that Debo, but if they, if they do make that Debo move or I do make a move for a player like Debo, I do like that move. It's just when you have – you have to let – um, and I like Robinson as well because he's a flyer. He can definitely run. 
Um, mm-hmm. You have to let you have to open up the offense at that point because now yeah. it's a different aspect. And and this is what a lot of people aren't talking about. Kenyon Drake in that offense is absolutely amazing. He is. I think yeah. I think he's found his. I think he's found his spot because for a smaller kind of runner, he's very very physical. Not to mention that he can he can work out of the backfield. So and Kenyon Drake ain't small. I mean, he's not small. He's re- he's he's pretty big, but six feet two twenty. You feel me? Like uh, as, far, as far as smaller stature, kind of running back, quote unquote. This is what they no, say. Because, right? smaller stature. Because because his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. Exactly. So he, they would they would label exactly. label him as a as a as a pass right. back or as a run as a pass catcher back, right? But I do yeah. try to I try to tell people all the time. He went to Batman. He played in the SEC. He's, the boy, the boy can bang. Don't, don't, don't do that to that man. Yeah. So yeah, he, he a big boy. Like you I know, he, 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 he can, he can move some people's out the way. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think he's really found his the offense that works for him with a healthy blend of play action passes to get him in space and through the tackle runs to the point where now he can create his own space and he can make yeah. big plays with his legs. Which he's right. very, very dangerous as we see because we've seen it uh, in Miami. But remember when when the Ravens were good, they all that top defense. They also had a good running game, and it wasn't just Lamar. It was um Big Trust, no, was, Brandon. Uh, what was his name? Yeah. Ingram, uh, Mark, Mark Ingram. Yeah. Mark Ingram. But this is yeah, why. And it was the other dude too. They had another dude there. What Ingram? It was a two two back set. If I'm not mistaken. Well, J.K. Dobbins was a rookie. No, it wasn't. It was. I can swear it was somebody else that was. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of another team. Mm-mm. Well, he's been part of two good backfields. When he was in New Orleans, it was him and Alvin Kamara. What year was that? So, it was how long has um, JK been in the league? He's been. In, he was on that team. He was on that team when when the Marlins went to the playoffs. That I'm pretty team? sure it was um, Gus Edwards. Because he, he kept getting hurt. Remember, he tore his ACL and he yeah, tore his Yeah, it was Gus. So. It was Gus. There you go. It was two backs over Gus. I'm going to tell you, the dark horse guy, two moves that I think Baltimore couldn't make that would make them instant Super Bowl contenders. Without, like I said, getting that number one wide receiver, a guy like Debo, something like that. But Dallas is going to move on from Ezekiel Elliott. You bring Ezekiel Elliott in, to that offense with that offensive line and just let him like dude go do you there's pretty much the same type like of offense you rent. I, like I do i do i do not like that i don't like, I don't it like at that all, bro. i don't like that why not why not you mean tony Pollard? i think because kenya and then plus on top of you if kenyan drake is working in that offense why would you then want to undercut him and bring somebody else in who most of the time probably going to be injured and he's still going to have to play he wasn't the starter in the beginning. I know, I understand that, but if he's doing that well in that system, won't no, you they have him? They have a running back carousel. They have. No, I, know, I know, understand that. Like, but, but my thing is, you bring in a dude that can stabilize uh, it. Ezekiel nah. stabilizes it. Yes, in that offense, yes, yes, most definitely. I don't know, bro. I just feel like with that two-back system that Dallas has, I feel like it's a lot better. But no, what I'm saying, no, what I'm saying is Dallas is going to let Ezekiel Elliott go. He won't be on the Cowboys next year. That's fine, but that don't mean nah. I don't. I just don't think it's smart though, because 
to me I, personally, Tony Pollard is not an every down back. I don't believe he's a perfect carry back. You know who I think is the perfect type of running back with Lamar? A guy like Alvin Kamara. I think that's like the perfect type running back. He didn't even – he didn't – no, because he didn't – so my thing is this. I'm looking at that's the same type of offense that Ezekiel Elliott came from when he was in college. That's what made him the number one back taken in the draft. It was that type of an offense. Yeah, but that he's not the same person. He's not. We no, cannot no. see him act like he's the same person. But my thing is, when you remove somebody from their current situation, most of the time, what happens is they get or they get a jump. They get a they get a change in attitude. Yeah, for four for four games, and then all of a sudden he goes back to the regular. You know, but, see, you, you just get, we don't know. Now you about to be four and four. Right? Yeah, but you're not. You don't have to pay him a lot of money. That's the point. That's what I'm saying. That's right, but you don't. Like, but you don't. You can pay Kenyon Drake less money than you, what you have to pay him, and he's working in the system already. Kenyon Drake is already on the team. You don't have to pay him shit. Right, <laughs> but he's not. Kenyon Drake is. There's a and reason why Kenyon Drake. You're going to pay him more than what you're paying Drake. Right, but there's right. a reason why Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. So Kenyon Drake has never been a number one. Kenyon Drake has never been a number one running back. That's fine, but instead of you spending the money on a running back, his biggest deficiency is wide receivers. You don't just need to go out to me and get him a number one. You need to get him a receiving core, like a three. He has set. a. He has that. He has two young wide receivers. Devin Duvernay and Rashard Bateman are good. They're just young. Okay. We'll see. I just you don't just like the move. I can say now. Jamar Chase and, and Justin Jefferson are young, too. They're, they're, would you not say they're number one options already two, three years in? Yeah, but those two guys, you're talking about two dudes that were elite when they were in college. Rashard Bateman and Kevin Duvernay were not elite when they were in college. They were good. They weren't they, elite. So they, so they could just they could, in the NFL, they could be number one option. They're not number one options. I said you get I'm a saying. number one, right? So you, you get a number one guy, to number two, number two, number three options. Yeah. I I wait to you know me. I like to wait to judge. So I just don't like that move on Dallas's part. No, I feel I like don't. you have a good system with the two back set. I don't. I stand by this statement. I don't feel like no, Tony Pollard I is, is, a, is a twenty down I, or a twenty carry back. I am 100% behind you. I think if Dallas lets Ezekiel Elliott go, that's stupid. But I know they're going to do it because they are stupid. So with Ezekiel Elliott yeah, on the market. Like and they didn't. So I don't think, I don't know. If, if Zeke plays the rest of this season on, they go into the playoff and Zeke start and Zeke does something good, I think Jerry Jones is coming. All right, yeah, yeah, I'll give him some money. Because that's Jerry Jones. They're stupid in that way. They're not. They they're stupid in letting people go, but they're also stupid in, in giving yeah. people money. No, but they ha but they're gonna have they have to they're gonna have to make a choice at the end of the season. No, I understand either, that, but I'm thinking it's I'm either Tony, the, which no, it's either Tony Pollard or Ezekiel Elliott. It won't be both. And that's the problem. I feel like yeah. they're gonna pick Tony Pollard, and that's the stupid part. And I understand the point. I understand it too, but you can't let Tony walk when he's that vital to your second back. Right, and that's but that's but that's the who's that's say, why I'm saying. Say, but who's to say then that Dallas doesn't let either of them walk and replaces them with somebody else? We don't know what you know. If Dallas is going planning on letting Zeke go, like you said, they have to have somebody in mind that they want to go after to replace Zeke. They don't have money. They're gonna have to draft another running back, the trade or something. Yep. 
They gotta they gotta yeah. have somebody in mind that they want, or because they're not gonna let Zeke just walk for nothing when like movie saying the system works so well, unless you want to move on and get a different system. Yeah, and that can be said like, about Dak too. I don't and then it's just like for me, honestly, it's like you have a system that works so well, and really all you are is honestly a piece away if you have a true number one receiver, because I don't care what anybody tells me, CD Lamb's not a number one receiver. If you have a true number one receiver and have CD work as your true number two, that team can be a Super Bowl team. If you let Z walk, right right? Gallup is barely a number three, honestly. In my opinion. I like Gallup. Watch, I, I, no, like Gallup him too. I think I like Gallup, him too, but as Gallup the, doesn't get the respect. Back, yeah, I, think, I think he's he, a solid. This is the I thing about Michael Gallup. Let me not be disrespectful. This is the thing about Michael Gallup because I do like him very much as a player. It's the only. It's just the thing is this season because he's working back from injury. He hasn't right. played a, the same. So well, as, the injury as, is what's hurting him. Yeah, as of yeah. right now in the offense, he's I don't care. he's barely yeah. the number three. So if you add a number, if you add another a number, a true number one to the offense then he becomes a true number three, and then he can start to become – honestly, I, me personally, I think he's a little better than CD. That's just me. But no, I, I, I would say that too. That's just – I know the jury's out on that. That's cool. I know a lot of CD gets a lot of hype. That's fine. But I think if you get a true number one that can help you stretch the field, then you let Michael Gallup develop. He doesn't get hurt because he's not taking so many hits. CD gets to flourish in the slot like he did in college, and now you have a fluent offense and a defense that can make stops. But if you let Zeke walk, then you're going to rely on the young talent and Tony Pollard. And you get that kind of firepower? I don't know. I just think Dallas is more of a throwing team now. I don't think they, they want to run the ball a lot. And I think that might go in it, into their decision to let Zeke walk. And I think that's the problem. The Cowboys are always at their best. Whether yeah, when, they have the running back, back, yeah. when they when they run the ball, Dak is at his best with the play action pass, being able to pick his spots, get the ball downfield, do his thing. If you just go to just I'm he gonna drop back and throw the ball 40 times a game, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, we know the Dallas Cowboys can't win the game when they pass more than they run. So But that's what it just looks like to me. It just looks like that's what they're going more towards. Like they're going more towards Putting the ball in decades. I get it, but it's not smart. Look at the look you at the stats. Look at the analytics. Yarn. Like, come on now. Um, Jesus, when you run the ball more than you pass the ball, that's nine times. That's nine. Not literally ninety percent of the time when y'all win. When y'all win a game, and y'all win by wide margin. Yeah. But, um. With as far as Lamar and that Zeke move, I do like it, and I understand where it comes from. But I still think that they need. That one receiver that no, they uh, no, it only works, it only works if they can get a number one receiver. Yeah, it it only who's the number? Who's the realistic? Who, who's free? Like, are they gonna trade? They can trade for some guys, but like, realistically, who can they get that will go and flourish with Lamar being the type of quarterback that he is? Um, it depends on, I would say, there's a couple guys, one. Depending on what San Diego does with Mike Williams, they can pick up Mike Williams. I think Mike Williams will be a solid number one guy over there. That's not bad. I actually like that a lot. If he can stay healthy over there. Mike Williams? Yeah. He is very inconsistent. He's very inconsistent. That is very true. But with that with that offense, he can take a lot of – mark. with that offense, I have way more – 
the way they run the ball, with the way Mark Andrews operates, and then you have those speedy receivers, that'll take a lot of pressure off him so he doesn't have to make as many big plays because he is a really big – he's a big play receiver. That's what he is. Yeah. Inconsistent, yeah. but he's a big play receiver. So if you're going to give him maybe two to three, maybe four shots a game and, you know, mixed in with some slants, some hitches, maybe um, some outs and stuff like that, then that's can, that can be pivotal for the offense because when you look at Lamar and how he plays and he's scanning the field, right, he's looking for that downfield shot, which is why he always comes back to Mark Andrews. That's the reason why Mark Andrews is, is a second read, honestly. He's looking for that downfield shot. But those these the receivers are too young. They don't really understand how to create separation and create space to the point where Lamar sees them, even if they, even if they look covered, Lamar is like, oh, he got a step. I got him. They don't understand how to make that how to make that work yet. That comes with working with their quarterback and extensive knowledge of the game, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why Mark. That's the reason why Lamar is here and he comes back down here because now he's looking for Mark Andrews. Because nine times out of ten, your big body tight end is going to be open. So if you can get that big play receiver, even if and this is the thing that's different because the speedy receivers he has now aren't necessarily too big. They're like they're fast, but they're not big. Target. Small, yeah, the small, not smaller yeah, guys. Like I don't really see no Williams. Now you have a bigger target. Now you have jump balls. Now there's 50 50 balls. The 50 50 balls in Mike Williams' case turns into 80 20 balls, turns into 70 30 balls. So now 80 20 Now it's 80 20 Mike Williams' way because he's a bigger target. Now receive. Oh, he's gonna get that. Yeah, he's gonna, nah, he gonna go get corners, that. Corners are getting smaller. Corners are getting smaller. Like we said, he's inconsistent. He can be very inconsistent. But, but now – You don't need an inconsistent number one. Like, that's still going to hurt them. Like It's, it's not necessarily looking at it as a number one in that offense now, bro. Now you're looking at it as how he can intertwine in that offense to really just be yeah, – Now, we you were know, talking about him kind of like with Jacoby. Number one wide what was his name? Jacoby Jones? Jacoby something, right? Jacoby um, yeah, Jones it's like more, more or less – more or less – but no, he put shoot. He 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 made a lot of huge plays on that offense. Oh no, don't trust um, me. Jacoby's my guy. I know what he's done for for the Ravens, but he's but he's you know, there's different guys like depending on what happens in Seattle, how DK Metcalf feels about the whole situation that they're going through right now. See, now DK isn't bad. That's the number one wide receiver to me. He's probably at the you bottom know. of or, or like the mid like the mid level to bottom of the top wide receivers, but. But yeah, I just looked at free agents, and I mean, I'll give you a couple of names. There's only one really I see that I would kind of say is a number one option, but the question might still mm-hmm. might be out on him. But you got Chris Godwin, huh? Chris Godwin, no, uh, DJ Chark. Oh, no, he's not number one. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, well, you got Nelson Aguilar, which I don't think he's saying he's a number one option. No, Sterling Shepard, no. No, said no to I Chuck. like Sterling Shepard, but he he'd be good. He'll be a good addition. Addition, yeah. But we talking about the number one wide receiver over there. Randall Cobb is is he's older. Marvin Jones, a good addition. Yeah, good addition. Julio Jones. Mm-mm. I mean, I said Julio would have been a great Alan Lazar. Ad. No, he's Jacobian taller. Man. Adam Lazar would be bad. But he, because he's taller, but I wouldn't see it. Juju could work. Juju could work as the number one. But I don't. But I don't think he leaves Kansas City. Yeah, I mean he's unrestricted. AJ Green's old, Jarvis Landry injury prone. Um, 
Cam Sims, Nikhil Harris. I mean, it's not Jamison Crowder, Sammy Watkins, uh, Zach uh, Pascal. It's not many. Bashar Perryman, Nicole Hardman. It's not like many free agents I'm going off of that I think they can yeah. sign that's going to be a number one option in 2023. Yeah. I just now, like the, the trade is might where they can get themselves um, a number one, a number one option, or or a guy that has the potential to be a number one option. But then, it, to me, it's like, what do they have to give up? They got some pieces. That's what I'm saying. But does giving up those pieces hurt the team, or is like you can't hurt the team while you're trying to better the team? Like, because then that's just going to slow depends. Lamar down too. Like, you can't take away from your defense to get him pieces on his offensive end because now your defense is going to suck. You're going to give up 30 points, and then you're asking Lamar's offense to put up 35. I mean, they're not necessarily losing anything on that side right now because their defense is giving up the ass right now. Right. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But you don't have a, a overpower. You don't have a, a power like a powerful enough offense to like be able to calm what the defense gives up. Or maybe that's the Ravens' up. problem right there, bro. Thank you for saying that. That's the Ravens' problem right there. They need to understand that, or they need to figure out what are they what they want to do. What do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to be a defensive powerhouse? Or do you want to build around Lamar? Well, that's what you I'm saying. Can, they can be balanced. You can be balanced, but you, you can be balanced. One side, one side has to tip the balance scale a little exactly. bit more. Exactly. One side has to be better. Because you, I think, somebody has to pick up the slack from somebody. So if exactly. it's an adequate defense, so, you need your offense to be able to pick up what your defense is going to give up. And if it's an adequate offense, you need your defense to stop and not give up what your offense is, you know, not producing. So, so I, would I, think that's what a, I would I think that's what the Broncos are struggling with now. Ask defense are the defense is like, all right, we can keep teams to low points, but the offense just isn't producing enough points to beat those teams. Ask yourselves, what's right. the what's what's the Ravens' identity? When you when you think about the Ravens, what's their identity? It depends. It it depends on you talking about this year or just in general. Yeah, or you can say just in general. In general, you would think about their defense. You would say defense first all the way through. Exactly. But I think with but I also believe that. None of those teams had a Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Exactly my point. Now, that's why I feel like it needs to change right there. When you think about the Ravens, you have to start thinking about that offense and how Lamar is going to hurt you. You can't just think about the defense because now the defense is the focal point. You have that mm-hmm. you have that superstar quarterback that's the focal point. That's who people need to be worried about. They don't. They need to be worried about a physical Ravens defense and all the stuff like that. You need to be worried about all the ways Lamar Jackson can hurt you. That's right. what I'm and saying. I feel like they need to change the image of the Ravens. I would trade away some of those defensive players that people like. Honestly, for draft for draft picks, not all of them. No, you can them, repl- you can replace the Marcus Peters. You can replace. They got a couple good um, rush outside linebackers and rush ends. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking for those. Take a couple of those, get some draft picks, get some young guys, or use it for trade bait to get a number one wide receiver. Or, a, you know, I don't know, maybe you can, I don't know, figure out a way, figure out what the Giants are going to do with Saquon Barkley. Maybe you get Saquon in there. Like, you can figure out some things to do with the pieces that you got to make that offense more explosive. I just don't want him hurting himself to make make the, the offense explosive, but then the defense is. No, no, that's why I said you can just take a couple pieces because they got some young corners. Mm-hmm. I don't know if a that they can pieces. that they can that they can fill in 
to replace an aging Marcus Peters. They got um, a couple outside linebackers, young outside linebackers that a lot of teams would really want because they're, I mean, they fast and they can rush. Yeah, but they want so, those guys too because it's like I need to help my defense. So like, if I want Lamar to be in the best possible, like the best possible situation. I need a good defense with a solid offense. Like that's the best situation. Yeah, but that's the problem. Because you don't want your offense. If I'm going down the field as a quarterback or as an offense, and I'm going down and I'm putting up seven, and then a team that's getting the ball is damn KC and and the Bills and me, or every damn they going down the field and put up seven. I put up seven, they put up seven. I put up seven. seven, What's the score going to be at the end of the game? But that's the problem. He don't have an offense. He doesn't have. Right, right, but that's what I'm saying. That. But that's what we're saying. We're building an offense for him, for him to be able to do that, for them to be able to put up points, right? But I'm saying, if you take away from his defense to do that, if you take those young linebackers, if you take those young corner uh, cornerbacks, like you're not building for his future to win. You're giving up now to win. And I don't. No, 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 no. I said no. I said get rid of an aging Marcus Peters. Yeah, Marcus Peters. That's why I didn't bring him up. But the corners, yeah, yeah, you said that. But you said the young linebackers. People, no, I'm not giving up my young linebackers because I need no, my young gonna... linebackers to become accustomed with the system that I'm running. So no, they but they have a bunch of them. No, no, they have a lot of them. That's what I'm saying. Every single one. I just need to figure out how the you Martha can't you. Could persuade but, somebody but, to come on over, bro. All the talking that go on, bro. All the talking and chit chat that go on, be players. Somebody want to go play with Lamar? Go play with him. That, that's it. I'm not. I don't. I, can't, I don't want him trading. Now I get it. You got to make a trade. You got to put some pieces in there. But one piece. That's it. That's all you put. One piece, and then you better give up a boat shitload of trades, bro. I'm sorry. What piece is not? Give him some money. Like give him some compensation. Give him something. Send, send some hookers. I mean, send, do something, you know, you feel me? Like, do something. If, if it was easy, I mean, if it was just one move. You go talk to him, you feel me? It's more than one move that they have to make, though. No, I know, mm-hmm. but that's what that's that's what I'm saying. That's why I make, like, it sucks to, like, the predicament Lamar is in because, it, to me, he's going to become, he's going to be faced with, like, yo, there's better opportunities that right now I can go to teams that want me and be in, better, in a better opportunity to win the championship. No, he won't. See, it's the, that, but then he's in a he's in a very messed up position because he has to make a decision. Do I want the money? Because if I take the money, then we're not probably not going to get the pieces around me that I need. Question number two. Now, does he leave and go somewhere else? If he leaves and goes somewhere else, that team now must structure their offense around him. So he's back to ground zero again. Because he's not going to have the same offensive coordinator. Yeah. I just think about where Lamar would go right now. There is the only team that I think he can go to and it can maybe buy him some time until they fix everything would be Atlanta. You don't think if Lamar Jackson, if you pair him up with DK and Lockett, that he couldn't do something in Seattle? If Seattle got got him over there, I think so. Not the same. That gives him a, a true number one and a number two. True number one and a true number two. That gives him the pieces to throw it. Now, the only thing you need to really fix over there is get him a running back. Get no, him he a got a running back. running back. 
all of that stuff is there. Like, I got a running back now. Yeah, yeah every, Walker, everything. Walker, yeah, oh, yeah, Walker, Walker. Walker. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. You're right. You're right. Everything is there. I was thinking about the other everything is there. But you have to understand the way that that offense operates. It's not, a, it's, that's not how Lamar is going to, you don't, it doesn't best suit Lamar. I'm not too sure about that. Yeah, me either. I'm not too sure about that because it's Pete, Pete Carroll like going to be like, all right, Lamar, bring, give me, let me see the playbook. All right, we can put this, 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 this in there. The only thing he's going to do is ask, ask Lamar to, what, not scramble? The same thing he played, Russ was there. Russ exactly. Played there and Russ that's ran my there. thing. You have a, you essentially have a faster. A better runner, a faster a, running a quarterback. Faster Russ. Right? A faster Russ, and you can mold that Seattle offense and have really, really young pieces, so you don't have to necessarily pay anybody right outright. You right got, I can mention him. So you can have, you can plug in Lamar <laughs> into that offense and kind of mold it around him. You have a DK, you have a Tyler Lockie, you have some solid tight ends that can work with within that offense. The, the crazy, defense bro. is really, really young. I but you're asking, you but you're taking that offense. You're I think taking, it might work. You're taking Lamar out of his what makes Lamar Lamar, because what you're asking him initially to, to become is you're asking him to just be a handoff left, handoff right, and then throw the ball deep when you have the opportunity. Not That's necessarily, not, really, not necessarily, because now, because no. now had because now Pete has another toy to play with. Right, just like he had when Russ, not, Russ used to run. It's not the same offensive coordinator. It's not the same guy. Right, but you I can, can bring understand but, that, but you can you can definitely he can rework Lamar into it. You just get plays here and there and you throw it into his offensive scheme for Lamar to do if what you Lamar does. They do that all the time. No, you can't do it because if you don't know how a read option offense works, you just can't decide one day it's more than just Oh, let me hand it I'm off. I'm pretty like, sure Lamar done ran the ball enough against the damn C Seattle Seahawks for them to understand how he runs the ball. No, you're missing the point. It's a whole scheme. It's not about just, all right, well, we're going right, to add Lamar, this play. Okay, even if it's a scheme, Lamar knows the scheme. Lamar knows the play. So if, if you're putting it in the book, you're giving free reps for Lamar to be Lamar. That's all I'm saying. You, you no, you're asking Lamar. Your coordinator, go. I can't out of fuck that dude. You don't need him. <clears throat> you can just relegate. All right, look, we're gonna put these plays in the playbook for you because you're. So who's gonna? So, so who's gonna tell the? Do what you do? So who's telling the offensive lineman what to do then? If you're saying that they don't need an offensive coordinator. No, I didn't say. Listen to the whole thing. Listen to everything I said. What I'm saying is the offensive coordinator doesn't need to know the read options or what it is because he has a quarterback that knows them that runs them all the time. So all you have to do is. No. Put he knows the playbook, call the play, and Lamar will handle the rest. I don't understand. I don't. I, I don't understand, Mel. I like you don't. So who's Lamar telling the off? Who's the telling the offensive? So what's how to fucking run a, a read option? Or how the offensive it? line doesn't know how to block for that. Right, but that's what practice is for. Right, you don't. You, think, but you, you don't think, if you don't have somebody who knows, the offensive if, line isn't skilled to block for it. They're they're not the oh type my of God. You need in place to block for it. That's what that's what you say. If somebody, if you never, it's like basketball. If you run a fucking high pick and roll offense, and then you get somebody who wants to run a motion offense, you have to have the pieces to run a motion offense. The right. same way you need the same. 
you have to know and have the players to run a read option offense. Peace is not adjust. Who's going to teach them if no one knows how to run it? Oh my God! You bring somebody in that knows how to run it that can teach them in the off season. It's not that hard. They bring in consultants all the time. Am I wrong about that? I just feel like. Am I wrong about that? I just feel Seattle will be good. Russ was there. It's not like if Russ was there, you can Pete Carroll can like, all right, this is how we used to do it with Russ to the offensive. Like some can get Russ ran. That's a dud line. He was running because his offensive line sucked. Oh, yeah, they it sucked wasn't because. 100%, but you have to design some of those plays in there because you know the offensive line sucked. I just feel like the way Pete Carroll adjusted this year with a Geno Smith at quarterback. I don't Geno Smith is not, look, look, he's I, I, not I'm Lamar not Jackson. You're dealing with two different is, talents. I, I, those I, I, are two I, totally different I talents. I understand. What I'm saying is. It's not Gino, it's more Pete Carroll for me, right? Because it's I, easier to put that type of a guy exactly. in an offense. <clears throat> it is harder to yeah. take Lamar and then put Lamar into set. I get that. What I'm saying is I feel like if with the applicable time that we get in the offseason, I feel like Pete would make the right adjustments and able right to have Lamar comfortable in a certain set that he would like to run i feel like at that point it's more on pete carroll to bring things and bring pieces and bring coordinators around to help lamar grow at that point that's all i'm saying i feel like with the adjustments that we've seen pete carroll make because that was the that was the talk everybody was saying oh pete carroll is old he's not making adjustments russ wants to change russ wants to do this that's the reason why they were clashing hits so and so that's what they say so with the adjustments that Pete made with a Geno Smith at quarterback at all of all fucking people and has Gene and that has Geno Smith and that offense with that coordinator looking like what some people are trying to say, a fucking MVP, Geno Smith, he's playing good football, but he's not MVP. We need to stop that conversation. Um, I feel like if you, if you have a quote unquote Lamar Jackson, if you get a Lamar Jackson, if there's even talks, I feel like with Pete Carroll, knowing how he is, he starts to make, those calls he starts to make those adjustments now to get a coordinator that can run that offense that can teach these guys hey we're finna get this we're finna get a a, a guy okay we need we, we ain't got no time to play you know what i'm saying i think he goes out and he gets a coordinator that molds an offense that fits a lamar type game the way it strengthens his game and it also strengthens because they got young pieces this is the thing about the Seahawks. That's the reason why I said it's a good fit. They have young pieces that don't have to pay outright. So if you wanted to give Lamar a shitload of money, you can because you have a whole bunch of young oh. pieces. You have a whole bunch of young pieces that are on a rookie deal that aren't looking to get yeah. paid. Money. No, but DK, like I said, but DK is going to want to get paid like a number one that's receiver. That's true. That's true. That yeah, might be your only. That might be your only gripe. That might be your only gripe. No, I don't even think you can let that DK is going to walk, walk because if DK fucking if Lamar and DK build a relationship, like all you got to do is like, yo, I understand. Like, I'll take some of mine and give it to you. Like Tom Brady has done it over and over. At some point, the question is asked, like you said, Mel, no. does Lamar want the money or do he, no, does he want to win? No, but that's no, but that's what I'm saying. I was like, he that's a decision. He he has to make that decision. But the way he's been handling negotiation for him, from what I see, it's about the money. Oh well, if it he, is turned, he turned down 185 million dollars guaranteed 
because he wants to because he wants 250 million dollars guaranteed that's true and he does and he does represent himself so we do have to remember that he does represent yeah, himself. He, does. he doesn't have an agent he doesn't have an agent so yeah but since we're on seattle let's go with the guy that left seattle that you brought up russell wilson does I guess because I saw it kind of I saw it like circulating through ESPN or whatever. Does do the Broncos sit Russell Wilson? Like, and, and, you believe, injury, and, right? and do you believe I'm not giving him a pass that, I didn't get bigger one? Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm not saying no, I'm not saying the pass. I'm saying do you put all of the blame for the Broncos on Russell Wilson? I think it's a dual I think it's a dual thing. I think it's the the double blame. I'm not going to sit here and put all the blame on Nathaniel Hackett. I'm not going to sit here and put all the blame on Russell Wilson. I think they both are equally to blame. Russ hasn't been playing good football, and Nathaniel Hackett hasn't been calling good football. He hasn't been coaching good football. It's a two. It's a. It's literally a, a two tier thing. You know what I'm saying? Like like Nathaniel Hackett may be like here, but Russ is like a yeah. that much under him because he's not playing good at all. Like standing no. in the pocket, looking stagnant, looking scared like a deer in headlights, like. Not moving, not creating space to get his receivers open, calling plays at his linemen and everybody don't fucking know. Like, what are you doing? This isn't a Super Bowl winning champion. This isn't a Russell Wilson that we've known. This isn't the MVP candidate that everybody like you're not the veteran quarterback that everybody expected you to come in. You're looking like a rookie. You're looking like somebody who shouldn't be on the field right now. I'm not saying they should sit you. I'm just saying, like, play better. He has a one-year like concussion. It's, it's quite literally play. play. It's quite literally that simple. Like you're a veteran quarterback. There's no in my book. There's no excuses. You've won a Super Bowl. Play, play better. I would, I would say this. Yes, veteran quarterback, Super Bowl winning quarterback. But how many Super Bowl veteran quarterbacks have we seen leave the team that they won the Super Bowl with? Lee Tom Brady out of this. And then go their first year, everything is amazing. Tom Brady. I'm not going to say everything has to be amazing. I'm just saying play better. No, no, no. What I'm saying because the way I look at it is the way I look at it is I never thought Nathaniel Hackett should have ever been should have been a head coach. Absolutely. And I think the the new team, new players, new coach, new offensive coordinator. There's a lot of news in there and not enough familiarity with him, True. with anybody. Not one I'm not saying that's what every, I'm talking about with Nathaniel Hackett coming from Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers and the stuff that he had there to going to Denver and him never having. We don't know if he's an actual leader of men. That's what a head coach is. That's a good point. And, and sometimes when shit get crazy, the head coach is supposed to be the guy that looks at everybody and be like, all right, let's fix this. Like what Mike Tomlin is doing in Pittsburgh is what Nathaniel Hackett was supposed to do in Denver. That's true. Fix, like get everybody together on the same page and start fixing it internally, not worrying, not there's, I think there's too much pressure on Russ to fix it all. That should be the job of the head coach. True. Now, I'm not saying Russ doesn't have any culpability. He has a, I think 
is there's a point where he has to look at that offense and be like, you know what? This is all my fault, but I'm gonna fix this shit. Even if he doesn't feel that way, you're supposed to be like, I'm fucking this up. I've got to be the one to fix this. True. This is where he does take the Jerry Judys and the Hamblers and the receivers and be like, so we're going to work an extra two hours after practice. Absolutely. We're going to work on some routes to stuff. We're going to make our own calls up. When you see something, like we're going to take it back to old school New York, like on the subway. You see something, say something. Like if you got press coverage, you think you can beat that dude? Let me know. If he's playing you a certain way, like build. I don't think this team is together. It's not. I think it's. I think it's very separated. I think it's very. It's clicked up. I think the defense is mad at the offense. The offense is mad at the defense. It's like there's no cohesion anywhere in there, and it starts with the head coach, but then your quarterback has to be the guy that everybody can look to and be like, when is the time? And he has to be like, this is the time. Yep. And I think that's what they're looking at right now. They're looking to Russ like, like, bro, like our coach is incompetent. Like, I think they know that. I think the team mm -hmm. as a team as a whole, I think they know like their coach is incompetent. Like you had Aaron Rodgers, bro. Like, of course, Aaron Rodgers is going to make anybody look fucking amazing. But so the defense is like, bro, they're looking. That's why I think uh, what's his name? Mike Purcell, Mike Perel, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, came at Russ like that. It's like, bro, come on, bro. Like, pick us the fuck up. Like. We got an incompetent right. ass fucking coach over here and we're looking toward to you to pick us up and lead us into shit and lead us into this win. But you know what I'm saying? When you stand in there stagnant and it's like, oh yeah, she's like, bro, that's not the type of person that because, they're looking for. Cause like, even, even when you had a Peyton Manning type quarterback, right. In his older yeah. years, like Peyton, Peyton to get in your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he, he'll be on the sideline turned up if he don't like some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a the, the, the Tom Brady's, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the Alex Smith's, the Patrick Mahomes, you know what I'm saying? Like, all these great quarterbacks, when you look at them, right, and their offense is not doing good, what do they do? They're on the sideline tripping, and everybody's like, oh, my God, what the fuck, oh, my God. That's what some offenses need. That's what turns some players up. And so that's what they're looking for coming from us. And I think this is where the – and it's going to sound messed up, but I don't mean it in the way that it's going to come out. I understand where exactly I think where you're going, though. I think this is where the cultural divide comes in because Russ comes from a very yep. stable. I, you know, I look my, like my dad is the authority figure and I listen to that. So what that is, I do that. He's very, he's not going to go against the grain is what I'm trying to get to. Aaron Rodgers, if a play comes in and Aaron Rodgers don't like the play and he looks at something and he, nah, I don't like that play's not going to work right now, he's going to change the play. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady, he's going to change the play. I don't think Russ wants the friction of changing a play like that. I don't think he comes from that. I don't think internally he's not that type of guy. Yeah. Um... Like where... You know, so I just think that's where he a lot of he needs to have some fuck it in his system with Nathaniel Hackett and be like, well, it's third and six and you just called this. And I don't think that's the play right now. I think we should do this. I think 
the left side of the defense is they, they come in a little hard. I think I can get a slant behind this linebacker, whatever it may be. He's got to be able to take his knowledge of football, apply it in real game situation, and look at the defense and be like, nah, let's do this. And I don't think he wants that responsibility on him as much as he wants. It looks like he wants it, but I don't think internally he wants that. If that makes sense. It it makes a lot of sense, honestly. It just feels like, like I said, it's just they're not they're not playing good football right now. Like yeah, there's I don't like think- like you said, that team is it's it's they're right here. And I'm pretty sure like it goes deeper than even what you said when it comes to the offense click, the offensive clicks and the defensive clicks. Like I'm feeling like there's some receivers that aren't even fucking with some receivers and there's some old linemen that ain't fucking with some running backs and some old linemen is fucking with Russ and some old linemen is not right. fucking with Russ. But then now you got old linemen. Because, it, it, I feel like there's a think, lot going on in that building that's toxic and a <laughs> lot of people aren't necessarily fucking with the flow right now. Because it, and, and like I noticed something a couple of weeks ago when Jamal Williams is it, was it Javante Williams got hurt. They brought Latavius Murray in and he started literally the week he came in. True. Now, I totally understand they had their issues with Melvin Gordon, you know, trust-wise with him fumbling the ball. But you never even gave him a chance to start. You just brought a dude in from out of nowhere and was like, you're the number one guy now. Yeah, they never trusted Melvin from the start. And I think it's stuff like that that it, you know, it echoes through the locker room. True, very true. That's a big, that's a, that's a really big sign. Yeah, and it's like, that could be any of us. A receiver dropped him, he dropped a pass or two. Well, you know, well, let's see what we can bring this guy in. Because Jerry Judy hasn't had the best season. True, that's very true. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, that team is very fractured from it's well, us against game. them. I got him on my page. Yeah. Yeah, now Cortland Sutton too. Um, hold on. I just feel like the offense, like, yes, there's a lot of factors that add into the Broncos' season at this point in time. Like, there's been injuries, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of, been a lot of people that's been inconsistent and um, so-and-so. But I just feel like at the end of the day, like, you still have a pretty good defense. Like, you still have weapons. You still have an applicable O-line. You still have solid – running back pieces and you have rust behind like you guys should at least be above 500 and i get there's a lot of new pieces in the building but at that personally you have to and this is where i blame nathaniel hackett you have to learn how to like how to make these pieces blend honestly i just feel like they're plucking guys up and they're picking guys and they're expecting guys to be plugged in these places and they don't really know excuse me how these guys are going to mesh Exactly. Like they were they're there. They got a Javante Williams. They got a Latavius Murray. They got, you know, they got um, a Jerry Judy. They got a Tim Patrick. They got a Cortland Sutton. Like you, you got a, a KJ Hamler. And then it's like, what, 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 what what's your identity here? What, what, what do you guys want to do? What are we doing? What are we going to do? Exactly. And I think do? that's the bigger problem. Exactly. And, and that's, that's, that's what I felt like the problem on the offense and the defense is like, well, we're good over here, but, if y'all can't score, like, then what, we, we can only stop so much. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just, like yeah. I said, they're not, they're not playing good football right now. And if they want it to get better, they need to first ad- establish an identity. What kind of team are we? Are we a run mm-hmm. team? Are we a pass team? Are we a play action team? Are we a spread team? 
what is our identity on offense? There is none right now. And that's what they need to figure out. Right. Now, even with that, now let's go to a team that's playing. They're playing good. They're playing above their head. They have a quarterback problem as well. I don't think they have a quarterback problem. I think they know who their quarterback is. But the New York Jets. And I knew it was going to be overreaction Monday with Mike White if they if he won the game, which he did. He threw for like 300 yards and I think like three touchdowns or so. But Overrated. He, played against the, he played against the Bears, who suck. Defense is horrible. Justin Fields did not play in that game. Justin Fields didn't play. So it was set up to make it look like he's the savior. Now, Mike White is a backup quarterback for a reason. We need to understand that. Definitely. He was a backup in Dallas. I mean, he came to the Jets yeah. to be a backup. Like, let's not, let's get real here. Like, the Jets are ahead of schedule. The same way I said about the Bengals. The Bengals shouldn't have been in the Super Bowl last year. They were ahead of schedule. You're yeah. talking about a, a very young team that's playing above water. Like, you literally, like, everybody who's good on that team is either a second year dude or a rookie. True. Sauce Gardner has a chance. To win defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, well, it's defensive rookie of the year in the same year. That's how good he's playing right now at cornerback. That is hard as hell for a rookie corner to come in and do what this man is doing. Absolutely. I play the position. Trust me, it's hard as fuck. And then you got the young wide receivers. You got the rookie running. Everything that's around Zach Wilson, they're young dudes. The only way you can – Zach Wilson has to go through the bullshit on blank period. Now, he does have to get an attitude adjustment. He does have to take accountability. But the only way you can do that is you got to sit him down, talk to him, but then put him, put him back out on the field. Because whether you like it or not, that's your guy. Zach Wilson, to me, is a franchise quarterback. He just has to – when he first got there, there was nothing there. But now they're putting the proper – this is how I would say this is almost a perfect way to build a team with the way the Jets are doing it. They gave him young wide receiver, good wide receivers, a good running back, and a solid defense to work with. Mm-hmm. This is – ideally, this is what you want your second-year rookie quarterback to, to be surrounded by. He's going to make some fucked-up decisions. All quarterbacks do. But we got to work. That's where the quarterback coach, offensive coordinator, those guys, have gotta, they got to tune him up. They got to tighten up some screws and get him out of the bad mistakes. He's a young, he's 23 years old. Get him out of that. You can get him out of that. This team, allow this team to grow together because Mike White's not the answer. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's not the yeah. answer. That's true. So you you have spent a first round draft pick on Zach Wilson. You put the pieces around it. Now let him go to work with those pieces. This is my problem with Zach Wilson. Um, I said this coming out of when he, like I said, I'm reiterating what I said last Friday. I said this coming out of BYU. He's young. He's a dickhead. That's just what it is. And until he matures, it's going to be a problem. Now. He is very, very talented, very, very talented. But I think that his ego is what carries his talent right now more than his talent. 
if that makes sense. Right. No, 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 100%. And that's what needs, to, that's the stuff that needs to. And that's what needs to change. I feel like they had, like you said, this is the perfect recipe to build a team. If you wanted to build a team, this is exactly how you do it. This is exactly right. how you do it. But you have to get his head right. And I think, like I said, like like you said, Mike White is not the answer, bro. I don't care if he fucking had a great game. I don't care if he threw 400 fucking yards and seven touchdowns. I don't care. I really don't. No, we're not. We're not. We're not doing this. Like I said, like the whole Geno thing. I don't care. We're not going to do that, bro. No. <laughs> Zach Wilson is the guy. Get his head right because we clearly can see he can play, and That's let it. the team gel together. Mark uh, Robert Salah has a great recipe. The man's turning out to be a great head coach. He was just on the fucking hot seat last what last year, two years ago. Last year, because nobody can. This is the problem. Nobody, Nobody can, can win time without. Like that. Yeah, and if you don't have talent, what do you expect to do? Nothing. You actually you you gave him talent, and now the Jets look like a, a like a they look like a very a promising young team. They look like an applicable team. I will give them you that. Know what I'm so just now, all you have to do let it grow, keep watering it and let it grow. Yep. Like Get the, the, the worst thing right, man. The worst thing that could have happened was that they, they came out the gate as good as they did. Because what happens is now people get expectations. Oh, we can make the playoffs and we can do this and we can calm down. You weren't talking this before the season. True. Breathe. Calm down. Just be like, all right, cool. We look good. We got some young pieces that look very good. Let's see what they look like in a year a year from now. Two years from now. You know, Bryce Hall, um, Bryce Hall, like, it's mad that he blew it and he blew the knee out. But he, he was having good. a pretty good season too. No, I'm saying he looked he looked good. The receivers look real good. I like their receivers. Mm-hmm. I like their receivers. Jets haven't been a bad team. The only thing with the Jets for me, whether it's Zach Wilson or whatever it is, it's like <clears throat> if you look in the past of all the good players that had, they always fuck up those relationships with those players. And those players axe out or they trade them away. So that's a I very good point. I don't think there's no different for this team. I think all the good draft picks that they pick are eventually in the next three to four to five years are not going to be on the Jets. I want to see. I don't want to put that on them because I think that, I'm not putting it on them. It's already on them. No, that's who they are. No, that's what I'm saying. Not I, them too. No, I can understand what you're saying, and I agree with you. But I think at some point it's going to have to stop. You can't be the farm team. For the other 31 teams in the NFL. And I can understand that point as well. At some point, somebody's got to put their foot down and be like, no, these are homegrown dudes. We got to keep them here. If we're trying to build something and we're trying to be the Patriots, we're trying to be, you know, the Chiefs, we're trying, we want to compete with the Bills and all of them, then you got to keep the Source Guardians. You got to keep all of those dudes on your squad and you got to build them out. Yeah. And you and, and you in New York, one blank period. You in New York. That's a good point. Yeah. All you got is you start winning. That changes a lot of things for a lot of people. Change things this year. You know what I'm saying? So, I just think the overreaction to Mike White in one game against the Bears, you suck, is ridiculous. My opinion. I'm I'm with you. So, um, let's see. I wanted to 
touch on some other stuff, but we go, we can get to the picks because we're running. That was stuff took a little long. Yeah. I, I just want to say, you know, somebody called somebody a bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> but that's not football related. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? Yeah, on the basketball show. Oh man, the referee brothers. He called. He called this. Oh, my boy Pony. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Call him up. Calling people BAF, man. I just wanted to bring. That that was like two weeks ago. That was like two, three weeks ago. That shit. He got. He got. He got. Uh, it was recent. He got. Uh, he 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 couldn't play ref a game because of it. Mm -hmm. No, because I I I remember he got into it. Little. uh, Talked about it last morning. Young Will, Young Will, uh, Young okay. Will Chamberlain. I, no, I had talked about. Go ahead, no, no, no. I'm like, I remember talking about it, but I wasn't here. I was somewhere Young else. Will Chamberlain. Yeah, but that's crazy. I, I'm glad he got suspended because he needed to for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If y'all don't understand the Will Chamberlain reference, go ahead and look at a picture of Will Chamberlain and look at a picture of Stinson Dinwiddie. Look at what I'm talking about. All right, so Thursday game we had the Bills versus the Patriots, and the Patriots lost. No we should have known that was going to be a blowout. But we got the Browns versus the Texans, and I'm taking the Browns. Yeah, um, Deshaun Watson. Back, Deshaun Watson. He's going yes. for 350 and four tugs. Book it. He going. Yeah, he he going he going to torch that defense. I don't think, and I don't think Darius Stingley Jr. is back either. So he's gonna fuck up that them DBs. Tell me right Amari now. Cooper gonna be, Amari Cooper is happy as hell right now. Oh yeah, Amari Cooper. What he took that man out to dinner last night. <laughs> he said, "Welcome back, brother." Said, "You know what got to be done." Uh, Ra- Broncos versus the Ravens. I got the Ravens. Now, it's that part of the show, fellas. That part of the show. Uh oh. Is Russ playing some? Is Russ playing Sunday? Um, I know he got like the, he got the elbow and all that, but I just see nothing about. If Russ is playing Sunday, oh, Broncos, Broncos by three. Let's ride by zero. Um, who you picked? Man, there's no way the Broncos is gonna win this damn game. If the Broncos win this game, yeah, no, I don't see it. No, I got, the, I got the Ravens, especially after yeah, the whole debacle on Twitter with Lamar going back and forth with the fan, how they left the game down to Justin Tucker, and yeah, yeah, no, Lamar's gonna come out tripping, bro. It, it, it's going, it's not gonna be a pretty game. Right, he's gonna trip right on his face. Broncos, ah, ah. <laughs> Packers, <clears throat> Packers versus Bears. Aaron Rodgers owns them. Is Aaron Rodgers uh, playing though? That's the thing. Is A-Rod going to play, guys? We don't know. Is Justin, is Justin Fields playing? Justin Fields is playing. He's playing. Justin Fields is playing. I'll take the Packers until further notice. All right. Then we got I the got Jags, the Bears in oh, an upset because I don't know if A-Rod's playing, and we're going to see if Jordan Love can duke it out with Justin Fields. No, that's, that's why I said until further you know what? Fine. I'm going to take Jordan Love. Screw that. I think Jordan Love is a better quarterback. Jaguars versus Lions. I got Lions. Jaguars. Yeah. Jets versus Vikings. I got Vikings. 
Hmm. I'll, I'll take. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Vikings after all the shit I just talked. Because I don't know what they're gonna do with Zach Wilson. We'll see how Kirk Cousins does against that defense. It's gonna be a low scoring game, but I got the Vikings. I don't think. I don't think Justin Jefferson's gonna get loose like he like he normally does. Still is. Yeah, because we'll see. Falcons. Sorry. Falcons. 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 Steelers. Steelers. Tennessee versus the Eagles. I'm going upset. Eagles. Oh, you gonna take Tennessee? Upset season. So y'all gonna call it? Y'all gonna call this? I'm calling Tennessee over the Eagles. The Tennessee over Eagles? I'm going Eagles. So y'all both going Tennessee? Derrick Henry is gonna have 172 yards. I ain't putting stats. That's how they get you. Okay. All right. Tennessee Tennessee with the upset. Upset alert. Upset alert. Me, 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 me. We got the commies versus the Giants, and I'm going to Giants. Fuck out of here. Heineken. And Heineken we trust, Mel? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's on the Heineken we, hype train for sure. We're rolling. We are rolling, brother. This is it. We're going to take uh, over that second place in the divisions. Fucking rap. Let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Giants, man, but I wouldn't be surprised if Taylor Heineken came out and, was, and did some banks, you know? Yeah, you already know. He ain't doing nothing. Kinda. He ain't doing nothing. Okay. Let's go. Um, next one we got is Dolphins versus 49ers. I'm going Dolphins. Really? I'm going 49ers. Dolphins. Fins up, baby. Seahawks Fins versus out. Rams. I'm going Seahawks. Hmm. No, I'm gonna go Rams. Hmm, I go Seahawks. I think they're gonna be upset that they got upset by the Raiders last week, so it should be a bounce back real nice. We held Kenneth Walker to uh, Kenneth Walker to 100 points, so on 100 yards, so he should come back on a uh, nice little fury. Um, we got. Uh, Chiefs versus the Bengals. I'm going Chiefs. Bengals. Is Jamar coming back this week? Mm, that's a great question. I'm not too sure. I have to look it up, but uh, I think yeah, him, I I think, Bengals are upset. I think him and Mixon is out, though. I don't know about all that. Hey, go I want to go ahead and apologize to Samaj P. Ryan. I didn't think he was going to carry the load, but he carried the load. He made me look, hey. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, yeah, put my faith in young boy this week. Oh, I'm going to go Chiefs. Um, I got Chargers versus Raiders. I'm going Chargers. Upset Raiders. alert. Raiders. Me, 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 me. And that ass whooping. Let's see that, man. Stop playing with us. Colts versus Cowboys. They got the Cowboys. Cowboys. Oh no! Be pretty. I'm, I'm, I'm going Colts on this. Me, 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 me. Upset alert. We're going crazy. Yeah, we're going crazy. Going crazy with that damn. We're going crazy this week. I'm telling you, wait till my soundboard get here. That's that's all y'all going to hear. My horn is going to be up. 
Okay, we got the Colts on the upset. Okay, Mel. And then the last game, Monday night, we got who that going to beat that versus the Buccaneers. Damn, that's an orb. That's a hug. That's a hug. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. There's no way Tampa loses this game. I got the Saints. There's, Tampa cannot lose this game. I got the Saints. Some odd reason they got Tampa's numbers. I don't know what it is, but they got I got the Saints. I mean, I'm really upset because they both suck right now. So no, uh, right. I'm just yeah. I'm like I'm gonna go Tampa. And I, I funny thing is, is I have this total score in that game being 21 points. That's crazy. Because wow. Tom Brady gonna put up 21 in the first half. I don't know about all that. No, I, don't think, I don't think so at all. We we'll shall see. But but let's get to those finals. We um, shall see. We shall see. Mel, you, Mel, you still hosting? Oh shit! That was my bad. See, I thought we used to roll. I forgot about the game. See, this is not water. I just want everybody to know, it's not water. <laughs> yeah, he just blame it on his cup. He just blame it on his as, cup. As T Pain said, blame it on the alcohol. So, final words. Nope, that way. Me, uh, final words is, you know, your boy Troy here, man. Big things coming from the sideline. It's tattooed on the heart, man. Tattooed on the heart. Love you guys, man. Foolish. You know, we out here, man, from the sideline. Follow the sports Twitter. Follow the from the sideline Twitter. Uh, follow the sports TikTok, uh, sports Muru. Uh, look out for the name change coming soon. Uh, go Raiders. Um, Warriors, we back-to-back uh, -back with it. Stop playing with us. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna see y'all Monday for the basketball show. Big Moolich. I appreciate everybody for coming through. Yes, please like, subscribe, tell your friends to tell a friend. To tell and a look, friend. I got I got the blue on today. Merch coming. Hit your comments. Tell me if you like it or not. Like, comment, subscribe. Man. Turn it up. Like, comment, subscribe. Turn it up. New things coming. Like Troy said, very. Very big announcement coming. We are three weeks away. Three weeks. My yeah. calendar says about five, but <laughs> we go with mail. Three weeks. You guys be waiting. Three weeks. Three weeks, two three weeks, weeks. after the three weeks. Right? Three weeks. That's, that's three what weeks. it is. Three weeks after the uh, two more weeks after the three, and then you know we good to go. You feel me? Absolutely. Well, I said three weeks. We gotta get it. We going I'm gonna start discombobulating you guys because you know. People are gonna start writing it on that calendar. Mm -hmm. That's right. Not for the good. good reasons. You know? Four and a half weeks for the other people. Oh yeah, four right. seven weeks. Seven weeks. Ten seven weeks. weeks. You feel me? We got some weeks. We definitely got mm -hmm. some weeks, but 